Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Morning shot. Welcome to Morning Shot. I'm Ryan Huang. As we enter the June school holidays, many of you might be thinking about jet-setting for families for the holidays. But perhaps your nerves could have been shaken a little by the recent report on Asiana Airlines. And of course, this around that viral video where someone opened the emergency exit door mid-flight. And of course, a lot of chaos ensuing. Good thing was everyone was trapped in. And this was as the airline was making its descent. So fortunately, not too much trouble in that sense. So he opened the emergency door about 250 meters from the ground. And some passengers on the flight reportedly fainted or had breathing problems during the episode and had to be taken to hospital. Of course, a lot of uh, crying children as well, as you can imagine. But thankfully, all 194 passengers survived. So what should we be worried about or take a closer look at for deeper insights into all this? We have Doug Drury. He is a professor for aviation at the Central Queensland University School of Engineering and Technology. Good morning, Doug. How are you doing today? Uh, good morning, Ryan. Thank you very much. I'm doing well. Hey, great to have you on. Of course, you are the best person to talk about this because you've got four decades of experience in the aviation industry and over two decades of experience flying military, commercial, private charter and emergency medical operations. Now, I think I want to lay the context first for the listeners to understand what's happening on a flight. How easy is it to actually open an emergency door on a plane and then leave it open during a flight? Walk us through how that's like on a flight. Okay. Ryan, it is the most difficult thing to do um, because the aircraft is pressurized. In current days, the technology, we're flying at altitudes of 40,000 feet and we cannot withstand pressure above 10,000 because there is no oxygen mm. above 10,000 feet. Um, and so they have to manually bring the cabin pressure down to, in the older aircraft, the 747s and the A380s, they brought the cabin pressure down to 8,000 feet, which is survivable for us because we can breathe normally and it doesn't have a whole lot of impact on us. But what the industry found was that at 8,000 feet, we still were having a hard time recovering from jet lag. And so our current technology, the 787 and the A350 and the future 777X, will bring the cabin pressure down to 6,000 feet, and that will help us recover quicker from a flight. But even at 40,000 feet with 8,000-foot cabin pressure, we're talking about an inside pressure of eight pounds per square inch. For every square inch inside the cabin, it's eight pounds of pressure. So for the door specifically, there's 1,100 pounds of pressure holding that door in place so nobody can move it. Yeah, so it does suggest that these emergency doors were not designed to be open mid-flight, of course. When would they typically be open? Well, uh, as we descend, um, obviously they cannot land with an overpressurized aircraft. So the pressurization, once it hits 10,000 feet, it is automatically depressurized along with the outside ambient pressures. Mm. And so the interior of the cabin relegates to a normal atmospheric pressure. 
And so in this case, even at 250 meters above the ground, it would have still been very, very difficult to get that door open. Right. And as the aircraft door opens in the direction of travel, that meant that there was over 150 mile an hour winds that were pushing against it. And once you open it, you can't close it back, right? No. Um, and as door is set up to be uh, in an emergency situation, so it's armed and it's uh, ready to move the um, evacuation slides once that door does activate. Mm. And so in the video, you could see where the slide had been torn away from the aircraft. Yeah, so it's like a bit of a tailway door. So when it comes to the protocols in place, are there any when it comes to opening these doors? Well, it's, it's typical that we don't do it. Um, it's, it's only done by uh, the aircraft cabin crew because they are professionals and they are trained to handle uh, emergency situations. And the reason why we have these processes in place, because if they're, uh, you know, we've got fuel in both wing tanks mm-hmm. and we have engine, which is a, an ignition source attached to each wing. And if by chance the left-hand side catches fire, then we all have to go out the right-hand side. And if the right-hand side catches on fire, we have to go out the left-hand side. Well, we can't make that call ourselves. It's the cabin crew who are trained as safety experts to help us sort this all out. Um, So it's very difficult, and it's well-organized, and the airlines do a great amount of training in safety and human factors to ensure that the cabin crew know what they're doing. However, we cannot always tell when something of this nature is going to happen. So uh, that is why the the cabin attendants were calling for male passengers to come help. Mm. So obviously this individual was strong enough to get the door open to a certain point, and then I would imagine the physics of movement through the air took over at that point. Yeah, I imagine it could be described as what might be a black swan event because it's been around for so long, these emergency doors, but finally someone managed to open it on his descent for some reason. And we are in conversation with Doug Drury. He is the Professor for Aviation at the Central Queensland University's School of Engineering and Technology, talking about the recent episode on Arsenal Airlines, where a passenger opened a door mid-flight as the airline was descending, and of course, ensuing a lot of um, chaos. I am just casting my mind back to when I was growing up. I was able to go to the cockpit at some stage. So there have been some changes in regulations along the way. Do you think there are, right now, in view of what happened, a need for a review of um, the protocols in place for emergency doors? Uh, Ryan, I think, you know, a real simple fix would be to have a lock on those doors that Mm. only the flight attendant's cabin crew can open. You know, that's the immediate thing. I mean, obviously, you're not, uh, you know, the law of physics would have said even at 250 meters above the ground, that door, sh- and you're scooting across the ground at over 150 miles an hour, the winds would have prevented that door from opening. But he managed to get the door open. Yeah. Um, so we, we cannot account for every oddity, like you said, a black swan event. So we can change protocols for cabin crew to say, we arm this door. We also have a locking feature that 
will not be released until we disarm the door or something along those lines. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Just make it slightly harder, an extra step, like Absolutely. how we see in some buses. If you want to open a window, you have to break something first and then get a key. Maybe just an extra <laughs> step just to make it a bit more obvious that someone's yeah. trying to open a door. That could be yeah. something to look at, but that's going to make a lot of airlines having to redesign. It might take some time. Do you think in the meantime, airlines might react in some fashion by maybe not selling the emergency seats for the time being? You know, that's, that's, that's a very good point, actually. That is a, the quickest fix there is right now is that nobody gets to sit there by the emergency doors. Or you have an air marshal like ah. after 9-11, when they had air marshals on airplanes, you post somebody in the emergency row who is works for the airline or works for law enforcement that will absolutely not let that happen. Yeah, you know, lots of sticky tape just so you know someone's trying to get to the door. Uh, yeah. A lot to uh, unpack as we see how these airlines try to respond to the latest incident. Uh, we've been sharing with Doug Drury. He is the professor for aviation at the Central Queensland University School of Engineering and Technology, helping us to unpack the latest around the episode on ASEAN Airlines where a passenger opened up door mid-flight. Thank you so much for your time today, Doc. Have a great day ahead. Brian, thank you very much. It was my pleasure. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.